Section 1 of Editorials from the Dial Magazine, Volume 66. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Editorials from the Dial Magazine, Volume 66. On what terms will Russia be permitted to enter the League of Nations? What price, political and economic, must she pay for inclusion in the world confederation that is to give common security and protection to all states those who speak for soviet russia and those who speak for the disgruntled groups representing the opposing factions have already asked these questions but thus far the questions have remained unanswered it is now reasonably certain that no delegates will be considered accredited by russia to the peace conference and that her fate, as Monsieur Clemenceau said in his speech to the Chamber of Deputies on December 30th, that her fate would be equally true of the fate of nations in all parts of the world, will be determined by her former allies, France, England, Italy, and America. Admittedly, the policy which is to be pursued towards Russia is of first-rate importance for the future peace of the world. Thus far, in spite of Senator Johnson's spirited and just inquiries, this government has not seen fit to enlighten its citizens. Lord Milner, speaking for the British government, has given some explanation, feeble and inadequate though it be. He has stated that it would be a flagrant violation of British honor if those Russians who had aided the intervening troops were left to the tender mercies of the Bolsheviki. Monsieur Pinchon, speaking for the French government, has given his explanation too. It is, intervention was inevitable he does not state exactly why intervention has become defensive in order to prevent the bolsheviki from invading the ukraine the caucasus and western siberia but he is franker than his british colleague amidst a storm of protests from the benches of the left and cries of the war is beginning anew monsieur penchon went on to explain that in the future an offensive intervention might be necessary in order to destroy Bolshevism. French troops are fighting the Russian Republican army in Odessa and Sebastopol, and British troops have already landed at Riga, Raval, and Helsingfors. Our own war trade board has authorized shipments of goods to Finland, where the White Guard has cooperated with the Germans in driving out the Bolsheviki. And to those parts of Siberia, under control of the army of occupation, Briefly, then, the avowed intentions of the statesmen of the Allies who have condescended to speak, and the overt acts of all the governments of the Entente, give a clear clue to the policy to be pursued towards Russia. Under no circumstances is Soviet Russia to be recognized or to be admitted to the League of Nations, tempered only by the war weariness of their own peoples and the degree of skepticism which may be aroused in even the most gullible of publics the governments of the allies intend to destroy soviet russia root and branch yet as a matter of fact this failure to gain political recognition would not particularly disturb the leaders of soviet russia if they could in any way arrange for economic cooperation with the governments of their former allies but the destruction contemplated is not mere political isolation from the benefits of the league of nations it is actual economic destruction some time ago the soviet government bought and paid for nets and fishing instruments in norway the goods were shipped 
on october twenty sixth the boat transporting them was stopped and the goods seized by the british other purchases in neutral countries have been prevented from leaving the warehouses the economic blockade is effective was it irony on the part of monsieur pinchon when in the speech above quoted he gracefully referred to the fact that because france had already given so much to the common cause our allies should contribute to this intervention on a larger scale than we not entirely irony for monsieur pinchon was not thinking merely of great britain's effective blockade against russia the hint was pretty plain that a large share of the task of destroying soviet russia should injustice devolve upon the united states which has sacrificed far less proportionately than any other nation in the victory over germany in a word the united states is to furnish the economic help and if necessary the military assistance required to guarantee that neither a soviet russia nor germany shall long continue to exist and to embarrass the victorious governments of england france and italy who naturally enough see in a weak russia on the one hand and in a stable germany on the other the opportunity for exploitation of natural resources and for rich indemnities from a defeated and disciplined industrial nation from every part of the united states should arise an uncompromising demand for the discontinuance of this imperialistic adventure into which our government is plunging us End of section one.